You hear that? That's the awkward silence of a family dinner after you just got caught vaping. Most vapes contain high levels of nicotine and disappointment. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio is the king of video games and resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. Also, fellow fellow tarnished. Fellow, How do you do, fellow tarnished? How, how, do how you go do? your journeys? <laughs> Oh man, dude. Well, we'll talk about that later. But uh, how you doing, dude? It's been been a couple weeks. I uh, I I you know was feeling lazy last week and just called in. I'm like, hey, we're not doing a show. Screw screw the listeners. You know they don't need it. But uh, how you doing? And I said, say no more. Say, say no more. <laughs> <laughs> a Monday to not do nothing. I'm good with that. Uh, no, man, I've been good. Um, I just uh, been kind of hanging out. Really playing a lot of Elden Ring, a uh, c- couple other things here and there. Like you said, we'll get into that later. Um, yeah, just kind of cooling. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, now I I don't know if you've already um, you know given everybody the news, but um, our uh, how should I say? Uh, you know how when Nintendo said that. Um, the DS was going to be a, a third pillar to their strategy. And uh, they were going to keep Game Boy Advance going. Uh, our third pillar <laughs> is uh, nowhere to be found. They got a new work <laughs> schedule that doesn't let them work on Monday or doesn't let them come to the show on Mondays. What's going on with that? Yeah, so <laughs> we... Uh... We, we're going to try something new this week. We'll see how it goes. So bear with us during the transition, at least live in the post. You know, you guys who listen on Wednesday, you're not going to know any different. Um, but uh, old JJ, uh, he works until 930 central time, which is when we normally start recording and streaming here. Um, he's like, I'll, I'll be home, you know, around 945, which actually is 945, well, 745 our time, 945 his time. So technically he should be rolling in here sometime because we got started late. Who knows, though? Who knows what will actually happen? But he seems to think that he is capable of doing, uh, let's say, I think we should call it like a rolling start. You know, like like what you do with a car, like when it's you can't get it started, you got to roll it down a hill yeah. and pop the clutch. Yeah, that's kind of what we're going to do here with JJ. Like we're, we're, we're rolling, we're getting the ball rolling and he's going to like pop his clutch and he'll be in here. Hopefully. Now, or the whole stream's going to crash. Or the whole stream's <laughs> going to crash. We'll see. Over under on, on, on JJ having all his recording stuff set up and going. His camera all ready to go. His headphones and mic and lighting all up and going before he jumps in here. Over mm, under. No, no chance. There's no <laughs> chance. All of those, th- all the stars align like that. That's the other issue. Is normally it's like he jumps in. It's like, hey, did you do this? Did you do that? Oh, dude, you forgot your light back there. Oh, hang on. Can you adjust your mic? JJ, did you plug in your mic? You got to plug in your mic, man. It's usually all here is your computer mic. I hear your headphone mic. What? Oh man! Turn yeah. on your light. 
So him him dropping in here might might be a process. It might be a, a decent process. So we might bear, have to yeah bear with take us. a uh, we might have to take a intermission in the show to take it out real quick. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's how we're doing. Uh, yeah, last week. Uh, so we had to, I canceled the show. Um, well, I announced two weeks ago, like I'm going on a work trip, going to Orlando, super stoked. It's going to be awesome, uh, which it was. It was great. It was a great time getting to know some people. Man, those uh, older people, they know how to party. They go hard late nights. Um, and uh, boy, by the end of the weekend, I was just exhausted. Jacked like, up. You were hungover <laughs> like crazy. Oh, it was totally wasted now. Uh, but just staying up so late every night and just and working like I worked all weekend because it was for everyone else, it was just a conference to go to. For us, it was a work trip. We were filming and, sh- you know, shooting and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I was on my way home on Monday. And I texted the guys first thing in the morning. I'm like, I don't think I'll be able to do it tonight. I'm sorry. And I had only, I think I only done like one flight at that point. A second flight still to get home. Boy, am I glad that I called in because by the time I uh, got home, I was still doing fine. But little tired i'm like i could have probably still done the show i could have done it but it just would have been really low energy which isn't what we want um and then me and jj would have had to carry the show because you would have fallen asleep on stream oh yeah it would have been a sleeping stream at that point just change the category and i'm just sitting back and (laughs) i'm gonna mute my mic you guys just take on with take on the show Um, dim the lights in your office yeah yeah get a (laughs) snuggie well, within like three or four hours of getting home, dude, I was so sick. I was just like bad cold, like coughing real bad. Even still, I have a cough. Like I said, the mute and get it out. But man, yeah, the cough has been bad. Sinus is all jacked up. So I'm like, okay, now I'm really glad I canceled because if I was like halfway through a show and that hit me, <laughs> that would have sucked so bad. So, oh boy. Um, oh, you're freezing up there a little bit. Uh oh. Am I? Yeah, your video is, anyways. That was weird. Um, That's weird. I got green bars. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm alive and well now. Hopefully tonight's show is good. And again, hopefully JJ's able to figure out how to get into the, the, the Look, man, we right always now. bring it. Look, when we have to pick up the slack, don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. We don't we don't really need JJ. You know, he's just here. He's, he is the third wheel, right? That's how this works. It's like you yeah. and me are on a date and he's just making sure that we're not getting, you know, too handsy in the car he's killing the vibe that's what he's doing (laughs) he's killing the vibe all right well today we're gonna be talking about supermassive's next big game new details on hogwarts legacy and the state of development for the perfect dark reboot but first let's give a quick shout out to our patreon producers kajunior bleep bloop and eddie martin and our super gamer sponsors julie bates and mama mare Shout out to those awesome folks over there who support us at patreon.com slash supergamerboys, where you can go as well, support us, starting at just a buck a month. Uh, You can get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show. You know, immediately after the show, I edit the podcast, ship it out to you guys. Uh, You get our Super Gamer Book Club show hosted by Adrian uh, about two months early, so... Currently, uh, the episode that's up right now is the Metroid Dread with Zetch Keenan, Patrick Ellers, Connor McCabe, uh, and a uh, fantastic episode. There should be a new episode coming soon. Um, we've uh, Tell them ha- about the Uno reverse car we're about to play. You want to go ahead and tell them? You want to give it to them? That's right. Okay. Uh, so instead of we're doing a schedule switch for book club episodes moving forward. So instead of the first week of the month, 
is going to be the last week of the month. So for starting this month, you're going to get your Streets of Rage episode on this coming Friday, the 25th. And then moving forward, it's going to be the last week of every month. I know what you're saying. Oh, this doesn't make sense. It's the same amount of time. Look, I told Garrett, I explained it this way. I said, this is it's the psychological argument, right? Or not argument, but practice of when something costs $5, but they mark it as $4.99. It yeah. gives your brain a little bit of that that ease that it helps you, you know, uh, to get into buying the product because you think, oh, it's actually not that expensive. Well, when we do it this way, you makes you think, oh, we have a whole lot of time. I have the whole month to play the game, you know. So that's why we're going to switch it and see how it goes. So you now still to, get it early. You're just going to get it at the end of the month. Yeah. And now same thing uh, with 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 the free episodes. <clears throat> yes. We're going to move those too. Yep. Um, now, does this mean also that we'll start? Because I feel like sometimes we'll wait a little bit to announce the game in order to make it a surprise. Would it be worth now announcing it at the beginning of each month so listeners can play along with us? Or are we still going to keep it a secret surprise? Method that is a fantastic idea. I think that is what we should do. So that way, when people, just like we do now, they can have the entire month to get through the game. Yeah. And then they can um, throw their thoughts in the uh, in the chat. Or uh, anywhere, you know, on Twitter while while we are while they're playing. I love to see people, especially if it's a game we've already played and there's people playing for the first time. I love to see people give their thoughts on it. So, yeah, I'm down for that idea. So, yeah. So from here on out, once once we figure out what April's game will be, <laughs> we'll be give announcing me a that. Yeah, we, you, we, we'll let I you know at the beginning for it right in front of you. But. Oh, we'll okay. see. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we will be obviously the new. So the newest episode will be coming out next Friday, and then the very next week on that next regular episode of the podcast, that's when we'll announce it. So you guys will be in the know. We'll let you know what the new game is when we get it figured out for April. You'll play alongside us. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. That way, we can get some cool feedback from you guys. And uh, yeah, since we had a a little bit of a stutter stutter start here at the beginning of, of 2022 with our our book club episodes let's Man. just let's just roll Fox with it i try to take us out yeah it's a been, whole mess of things it's been rough for all of us <laughs> kind of <laughs> getting healthy getting on our feet so we're just rolling with the punches that's what we're gonna go with and uh i'm excited but uh yeah we'll talk more about our patreon later in the show but uh, first, I also want to shout out Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. Very much appreciate them for allowing us to yeah, use it during the uh, intro outro on our streams. And then right now during the episode, that's what you hear in the background playing along just under our voices. Give it a little chill vibe on our podcast. You know, we don't want to we didn't you, you know, we want to be more relaxed like you're over at your friend's house chit chat yeah, about man. video games put on some tunes so yeah thank you so much to uh jack sriracha and yate for letting us use their sweet tunes to just kind of set the mood here on the podcast all right it is now time to check the mail now garrett this one is going to be a little uh it's going to be a little complex oh okay now i know you just got yourself a 3ds a little while ago Yes. Now, I need you to open it up because I sent you one. I sent you the mailbag questions via a swap note, oh. a.k.a. super flip note. Okay. So I need you to find it. I need you to open it up, and I need you to read those questions off of there. Okay. Okay. Let me. 
Let me see here. Uh, there we uh, go. All right. For the Find audio listeners, up. he's finding he's he got he's got his DS. He's opening it up. Got my he's going DS. to swap note. Uh huh. Is it is it at the top? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. And then. Let's go ahead and all start right, with the all first. Right, one. All right, I think I, I got it. I got it here. I got it here. Okay, good. Um, all right, you want you guys want to see my 3ds? It's pretty sick. I love it. It's a uh, it's Metal Gear themed. It's a Metal Gear themed. <laughs> I don't have my 3ds in my office. It's up in my bedroom. <laughs> but I grabbed my my. We I, were so <laughs> close. If you would have had it, it would have worked perfectly. Oh. I, I just. I just think it's even funnier just to show behind the scenes. Come on, guys. I don't have my 3DS on me. I totally just grabbed a PS. That's good improv, though, right? Huh? That I just was grabbed- pretty good. I'll I, I give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> uh, I was like, shoot, I don't have my 3DS down here. Oh, the one man. time you don't have it, you have it all the other days. I always, I always have it down here. I actually had it down here this morning because I just bought a 64 gig card for it. Ooh, big baller. 64 GBs. And, but it was a memory card that's not compatible with it. So I had to Google and follow YouTube videos on how to trick it into working with it. Yeah. Oh, it was, I tricked mine. I got a I got a fat 256 in there. Oh, Does it take forever to load the games well, no. or to turn on the system? So yeah. I, uh, that, yeah, that's, I, I imagine. So I think the reason mine wasn't compatible isn't because of the size. It's because there's there's three different versions of micro SD cards. And I bought the XC, which is like the high speed one. And technically, those aren't normally. It's too old. <laughs> yeah, but 3DS a, is too old. It's, it's running those 2011 internals. It's not. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, sh- I should have bought an HC, not an XC mm-hmm. or HX or whatever. Um, but there's a way to trick it. And honestly, like, it, I was it actually loaded faster than the four gigabyte card that it came with. So I was like, Oh yeah, because that's sick. just a regular right. SD card. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, Sweet, <laughs> got that. It's like putting an SSD, you know, in your console. Is what basically what yep. happened. Um. All right. This first question comes from Penguin Ninety, and they ask, "What would be the worst video game world to live in?" So. Ooh. Hmm. Oh man, this is a tough one. I'm gonna have to say Termina from Majora's Mask. Okay. Because it's gonna get destroyed. <laughs> that, that checks that out. That seems like living in impending doom. <laughs> Just that knowing. sounds pretty bad. Now, I've never. Dude, go ahead. You know, throw your stones now. I've never played Majora's Mask. Do the people know what's going on or are they oblivious? Are they just stuck in the time loop and totally oblivious to what's happening? I don't know if I should tell you that. A lot of the stories are connected to. to... Tell me. Don't tell me then. Uh, I was because I I will say because if it was like a Groundhog Day, because I know like obviously Link knows what's going on because that's the character you play as, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I imagine like as the character, as a player. You're like obviously you're in the Groundhog Day situation where like you know what's happening, but does everyone else know, or are they also oblivious? It's like in Groundhog Day, like no one else realizes it's repeating. But again, I guess if that's a spoiler, you don't have to tell me. I'll just have to play it. I just, I just upgraded my uh, Nintendo Online exp- to the expansion pass, so oh, I'll have to play. Now, I'll have to play the I... crappy version on on the Switch. <laughs> I was gonna say now you could play the original, but you could also now that you have a 3DS. Oh, you yeah. could play the updated version. Okay, that's what I'll do. Which a lot of people, or a lot of, how should I say, uh, uh, purists don't like because it changes things and makes things easier. So what? So what? It fixes a lot of things that were kind of, you know, 
obtusive and, and, and not really clear in the original. I like easy. I'm I like fine easy. with that. Easy and it looks better. way better. <laughs> so I'm I'm down. I got I have that one and uh Ocarina of Time. And I refuse at this point to if I don't have to to play the N64 oh, version. Oh, 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 we have a visitor. Wait a Hang minute. On. Hold up. Development? Hold up. Is this actually happening? Mid-question. Way to just totally bomb the question Hold on, here. hold on. Give him a second. He's he's coming in. Hey, oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> internet must be bad or something. Oh, our internet, yes, our internet is really slow. We just caught up to you. Okay, well, that makes perfect sense. And you'll excuse me because I got some boot in my mouth right now. So Go ahead and uh, get your Listerine real quick. We'll wait. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I just, uh, I washed it out with salami right now. So. Oh, okay, okay. okay. That's yeah. good, too. I can't uh, believe it. Is this actually going to work? Are, did, is your recording started? I just, yeah, I just started a moment ago. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. goodness. We were taking bets on how horribly this is going to go. We're going. This is it. This is working. Yeah. You, you just kind of rolled in mid-question here. I can't believe it. Okay. Well, if this is how this is going to go, then. So, so hi, everybody. I'm JJ, and I'm the host of the Super Gamer Boys, and occasionally I'll let these guys <laughs> rattle around with their little mouths, saying their little words, but I'm here to save the day and to bring you true podcasting gold. So, Garrett. Adrian, you guys go ahead and give me what you got, and I'll give you guys gold back. Go for it. I'm kind of like Rumpelstiltskin like that. Guess my name, baby. Don't worry about it. We already we already <laughs> front-loaded the show with our slander. You can go back and listen okay. to it later. Yeah, you're going to listen okay. later to hear, hear all the all crap right, we were talking. Uh, so the question we were answering when you uh, slid in here was from Penguin90, what would be the worst video game world to live in? Last of Us 2. I'd hate to be anywhere near <laughs> yeah, zombies and crap one. like that. You know, I'm a thinking post-apocalyptic. I do not want to, I would not want to be in a world where there's zombies coming after me and there's no cure and who knows right from wrong. Hell no. I don't want to, I'd rather I be in like something like Kirby, you know, like let, let me be in something that's like floaty and like, you know, happy. <laughs> I'll see your, your last of us and raise you a fallout because okay. last of us that only was gonna be has... my answer was fallout. That was going to be my yeah. answer. I was like, that, that Last sounds of like Us only has clickers. Like, but Fallout has rad roaches. It has the super pseudo mutants, zombies. Like, yeah, yeah, super mutants. A whole bunch of, oh my God. I, yeah. I, I'm not doing that. There's a lot going on in the Fallout world. Like, literally everything's out to kill you. Even the just the regular old humans, out to kill you. Like, <laughs> horrible. I mean, it's Don't kinda... have anything on you. They'll kill you for it instantly. So that actually sounds just like what Nebraska has been like since I got here. Like, almost <laughs> identical. <laughs> everything's out just to like kill the, you. The roaches are huge. Uh, everything's out to kill you. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't seen one roach. Fallout Nebraska. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That could Dude. be a great game. I know I know that Sir Prince a lot and myself would get that game because we do have the greatest zoo here. <gasps> what if like the zoo went crazy with like clickers? Yeah, I don't what know. What if the we'll, zoo was we'll, an we'll, area we'll, we'll, we'll in that in that fallout? <laughs> oh man. The the, the the Omaha Zoo. It's just that's like, one of the that's one of the sections of the world gone. Dude, we can do it. The Henry Dooley Zoo. Overrun with zombies and the <laughs> and the red roaches. Monkeys throwing <laughs> infected poo at each other. <laughs> oh man, terrifying! You joke. <laughs> Watch that be a movie work. next summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, 
All right, this next question comes from Eddie Martin. He asked, all right, so we discussed Mount Rushmore of characters, and that was fun. Now I want to hear which four video game controllers go on your Mount Rushmore. So we did we did the Mount Rushmore of our favorite characters. What is the Mount Rushmore of your top your top four gaming controllers? Okay. Uh, uh, I think I'm gonna go for how do you want to do this? You wanna just rattle off our four? Go ahead. We think Give of the top four. four. Give me the four. I'm going to say one for me is the Super Nintendo Joy-Con. Like the Super Nintendo, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what you'd call it, but that that it's little like handle. Gamepad or controller, yeah. Yeah, gamepad. I think this is what it was the kind of the mm-hmm. the accepted. I, I love that controller, man. I just, it fits so perfectly in your hand, and I, I think it's fantastic. Um, as far as the next one on the list is probably going to be the DualSense. The dual sense is fantastic with the haptic fantastic. feedback and everything. Um, the Xbox Series S controller, which is the same as the other Xbox controllers right now, that controller is fantastic. So I'd uh, a, a hard C. And then uh, just because I'm a little older, I'm going to throw the entertainment system. That handheld for me the is the brick, gonna, the round square, out. the rectangle. It's fantastic. You just can't, <laughs> dude. It's so we wouldn't great. have a D pad. Yeah. We wouldn't have a common D pad if it wasn't for that, right? And yeah. and Game and Watch right before it. So I, I could still play that. In fact, when I play anything that's from the Nintendo Entertainment System, I still want to play it on the original Nintendo gamepad. You know that you can buy those. Uh, Retro jo- ones, Joy-Con versions of it for it that actually slide onto the Switch through Nintendo. They oh, sell those, those and 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 Super Nintendo controllers. They but they have NES and SNES Joy Cons that slide right on the side of your Switch that oh. you can use because they're designed to be used with the Switch Online stuff. So something to look into if you want to play them. How play those games? How they're supposed to be played? You could totally how they're meant to be played. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Adrian, what about you? What's your four picks? Uh, numero uno, of course. Go. Goes without saying. Yep. Come on now. Super Nintendo. Um, it's old man time out here. Uh, because right behind that, I have the GameCube controller. Uh, one, of, one of, if not the best con- design controllers. I don't... I'm not. I'm not arguing this with anybody. I'm not debating this. This is just <laughs> it's a scientific fact. It's I'm just sorry. Fact. It's just fact. Uh, right behind that would be the uh, Sega Dreamcast controller. Excuse me. For its uh, innovation, uh, it, it had the expandability factor that no other controller had before then. I mean, you could argue 64, but 64 didn't have VMU. 64 didn't have all the different attachments that you could put. I mean, it had some, but it didn't have nearly as many as Dreamcast had. Uh, I mean, think about it. The and then you could have two of them at the same time. You can have a VMU at the front and a rumble pack in the back. Forget about it. And it showed you real-time information about the game that you were playing while you were playing it through the VMU. Unheard of. And then my last would probably have to be the uh, 360 controller. You want to talk about a controller that was built like a tank? My 360 controller... (laughs) <laughs> Still works like a charm, and I've had it since 2006. <laughs> that thing has been dropped, kicked, and not maliciously. I mean, it's just like I've kicked it out of the way when I'm walking through my room. It's been dropped, kicked, 
used for literally thousands of hours of of halo and 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 minecraft and gears and all these different kinds of games and it has kept on kicking if you can say if you can't say one thing about xbox controllers even to this day they are built to take a beating and that is for sure yeah 100 percent um dude that's awesome uh my top controller have to be the dual sense i think um i it sounds crazy but because there's there's a lot of other fantastic controllers that we've all mentioned so far but the the haptic feedback and then the adaptive triggers is just really life-changing especially and i know you guys gave me a bunch of crap a couple weeks ago about gran turismo but playing gran <laughs> turismo with all like the, those features is crazy playing uh ratchet and clank with the like the trigger like call of duty whatever it is like it really is so immersive and so incredible like nothing you've ever experienced before so i that's got to be my number one my number mm -hmm. two is uh the i was gonna say the 360 controller absolutely love that thing i love the feeling of it you know even though it took me a little bit to get used to the the weird analog stick position you know um you're right those the things correct are, one you mean eh, no. yeah. those, those things are, are tough as nails and they, they are comfortable like the size of it is great which i'm glad like playstation finally came around to like make their controllers bigger because even though i never had an issue with playstation controllers being small before once i got my hands on a 360 for the first time 360 controller i'm like oh okay like this is good. This is good. This feels good in your hand. Um, that's my number two. My number three is uh, so <laughs> technically the DualShock one, two, and three are all the same controller. Just some of them have wires and some of them don't. So that's that's gonna be my pick. Is the you know PlayStation one, two, the three DualShock line. The, the DualShock line that was like all exactly basically up until. DualShock 4 when they change it because that was different but DualShock 1, 2, and 3 were all identical not, nothing changed. Are we all ready to admit that DualShock 4 was pretty garbage? Like in I the mean, line of, of PlayStation controllers if we're comparing all five Where's my controller? Let me see That was the first PlayStation controller that I'm aware of that started having issues with drift Well not only that but the battery life was awful the build quality was nowhere near the other four. Although you can make a case for the PS5 controller, apparently. I hear it's not the most durable thing on the market. Yeah, I've got I've got some issues with drift on my original controller and uh, my yeah. original DualSense, and it is it's a huge pain. You know, when you let but, go and you're like, oh man. I was I'm just out my my DualShock too, and yeah, they kind of just like tinkering with it and thinking about that. I don't have a PS4 controller anymore, but. I think I'd have to agree with you. Like even like the feel of it, I like the feel of this one better than the DS4. And then, yeah, between the battery life and everything else, like it really, the touchpad. They missed was the mark. Fine on it, like I don't know. It was I didn't a, need it. I never no, needed the touch. They, the, the touchpad never it, made it, a case for itself. It was a map button. It was the button you'd use to bring up your map. Like that was it. Which they just could have made a regular extra button. I don't. I never understood that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, that's that's my number three. My number four uh, would have to be uh, also the the Super Nintendo controller. So I know we all said it, but that's it's yeah. a dang common good denominator. It's yeah, a dang, dang good controller. Man, that's a great question. Ricky Martin always gives us amazing questions. Thank you, Ricky Martin. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing, I, I don't know if we could do like an honorable mention, but I think an honorable mention needs to be thrown out there for the Wii controller. The Wii controller was like that throwback. And like, man, I really think they did a great job with the Wii controller. 
I'll give you that one. I, I can see that, especially yeah, when you the the how should I say utility of it. You right. can use it as a motion controller. You could turn mm-hmm. it on its side, yeah. and then it became basically an NES pad. It became an I can yeah. see that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was no, a, that was a pretty good idea. It's it was way ahead of its time. That's for sure. Like fantastic controller, and it just felt good in your hand, especially like with or without the grip. Like they all kind of came with that silicone grip thing. Like yeah. with a grip on, with the grip off. Like it just always felt good sideways. You know, holding it like a remote. Yeah, it really I was a good all around masturbatory tool. Uh, I mean, that explains a lot. Yeah. Okay, so that's actually four. I was wondering why it came with a controller. You put it on so the weird. Wii, not your Wii. Exactly. <laughs> All right, next question is coming from Kajunior. Uh, and he asks, what's the one game that never ceases to make the hours disappear? I know this is a little harder to find the time for those of y'all that have kids, but what, but, but what could do it? A world that you're just fully immersed in. So what's that game that you sit down to play? The next thing you know, you look over at the clock and spend like hours. Like they just disappear. Don't know where they went. What, what's that game for you guys? Red Dead Redemption 2 for me. I mm. can I can get into that world and that world that they've built and just be gone. And I've been through all the missions. I've done everything there is to do. But there's so much to it and it's so huge. I just love I love playing cowboy, you know, and like mm-hmm. it's there's so much to it. And every time I do that, every time that I really get a good run going, I will always look at the clock and be like, how the heck is it one thirty in the morning? How is it two <laughs> o'clock in the morning? Holy crap. It happens awesome. constantly. Uh, for me, it's it's at least the most recent game. It's Elden Ring, 100 percent Elden Ring, which shocks shocks me to no end because i know a few weeks ago i was like i'm not getting that game it's not a game for me from software games are no good like it's too hard let me tell you that's a game i turn on and then yeah i look at the clock i'm like it's been how many hours like i i I feel like on one hand i feel like i've done so much on the other hand i feel like i've done nothing at all but in this (laughs) in the sense in the sense that i just want to keep playing i'm just like but i want to keep going but it's but it's bedtime. It's two in the morning. <laughs> like I should go to bed now. <laughs> but oh man, I am so freaking in love with Elden Ring that where just yeah, time disappears. Uh, so that's that's definitely my pick, at least right now. In the past, I don't know what that game would have been. Maybe like a uh, playing Phasmophobia's Phasmophobia with the buddies on online and stuff like that. But yeah, now it's Elden Ring. What about you, Adrian? I think I would be remiss if I didn't, of course, say uh, my old standby, uh, Animal Crossing for GameCube. I can put that game on, and I have done so. I can put that game on at 11 o'clock in the morning, and I can turn that game off 2 o'clock the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) And you know how I know 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 it's 2 o'clock the next morning? Because... It's it's specifically made. There's a song that's so awful and weird sounding in that soundtrack at 2 a.m. <laughs> that it makes you feel like you're delirious and that you need to turn the game off. <laughs> and once I heard that, I was like, well, I think I've, I've granted this wasn't straight. Of course, I took breaks to eat and, and you know, <laughs> stretch my my legs and whatnot. But when I heard that music 
<laughs> it was a realization that I had been playing too long and it's time to save my progress and go to bed. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, it definitely would be that one for me. Dang, that's awesome. That's so crazy. I couldn't Granted, imagine. also, you got to remember, too, this was maybe back in 2003 when I didn't have anything going on and it was summertime. So, Yo, yeah, what else are you going to do? To be able to do that today, I would have to be like fired from a job and have <laughs> nothing to do. <laughs> it like sounds like me with, with Fallout. I know we mentioned Fallout earlier in the show on that question, but Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas were like some of my all-time favorites. And that was me. Like I would turn it on summer break and <clears> just <throat> play all day. And the yeah, only stop for meals, like go eat, run back to the TV, keep playing. And then the next thing you know, it's like midnight, one o'clock. It's like, I really should stop. Like, I've explored a lot of the wasteland today. Like, I should go to bed now. <laughs> but you can't, Garrett. There's fish to catch. There's bugs to catch. I have to plant these trees. I have to make sure all my villagers are okay. You know how long that takes? There's only, Apparently, there's some. <laughs> a long time. Yeah, you're a hero, Adrian. I just want you to you know. Really you're really are. You really are. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Carrying around the flag for all of us. <laughs> oh man, I, I, just, I think that only happened that one time, and I was like, nope. Yeah, how, I, how I, I have a problem. You? Was it? Were you in high school? Was this? No, 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 no. Because uh, uh, Animal Crossing came out in 2002, and if that was 2003, I was about 12. So maybe like going right into what is that? Sixth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade, one of those two. Okay. That's okay. when my oldest daughter was born. <laughs> 2003? Uh, 2003. I'm, I'm, I'm old, okay? You, you know. Follicle I wasn't going to mention anything about it. Did you say chronically challenged? I said fo follically. I am oh. challenged by the chronic because they don't have any over here in Nebraska. You would be more chronologically challenged. Oh, I that am would chronologically be... challenged as well. <laughs> I don't know what, you know, what point I'm meeting. We can, we can start using that term instead of just calling you old. Don't, don't pick on JJ. He's chronologically challenged. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All righty, guys. Thank you so much for writing in your questions. Send them into the mailbag. We appreciate it. Now it's time for the Nerdy Nudes. It's now time for the nerdy nudes. Mm, music to my ears. I'm so glad you made it to say that. So good, so good. All right, this every time news. that like every time that Garrett has to do it, it is the uh, most pathetic thing I've ever heard. When he <laughs> look, and he goes, "It's now time for the nerdy news." I think I've only ever done it like once in the 147 episodes we've done. But, I don't think I've done it that many times. But that one time out of 147 drills he me in my head. He never forgot it. It, it hurts. It hurts to think about. And I it's all I hear. I'm at work all day. I'm helping customers. Yeah, let me get those little chickens for you. And that's all I hear is Garrett in your annoying <laughs> voice saying, and you're in news. Annoying voice? Is it really that bad? Oh, man, I'm all yeah, self-conscious. No, it, it, it is. It's the heavy, okay. heavy New York accent that just <clears throat> it kills me. Yeah, you know me. Just forget about it. <laughs> um, this first news story comes from us from IGN. Ryan Dinsdale writes, The Quarry Supermassive Games reveals Until Dawn's spiritual successor. Supermassive Games has revealed The Quarry, a spiritual successor to Until Dawn, launching 
on June 10th. As with Until Dawn, the cast is made up of a number of recognizable actors. The Quarry is a teen horror where players control nine different characters as they try to survive the last night of summer camp. And like Until Dawn, anyone can live and anyone can die. Supermassive promises groundbreaking interactive storytelling and an unpredictable night of horror with plenty of flirting and fear. As relationships between characters are built and broken through intense player-based choices, Director Will Biles told IGN that each character has 10 to 12 different potential deaths. He said the quarry is like a circular story, and each one of those characters is a spoke heading heading towards the middle, meaning any one of those spokes can be broken without affecting the rest of the narrative. Uh, they released a cast list. So we have Ariel Winter, uh, known from Modern Family and Speed Racer. Ethan Supley from The Wolf of Wall Street, Remember the Titans, My Name is Earl. David Arquette from Scream Franchise and Eight-Legged Freaks. Lynn Shea. David Arquette. I haven't heard that name in a long time. (laughs) Former WCW world champion. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, he won he won the WCW world title in uh, 2000 and the company closed in 2001. So a lot of people say that them giving it to an actor is what killed WCW. So a lot of wrestling fans hate David Arquette. David Arquette did it. He did because he killed WCW, but he actually did a uh, he still independently wrestles. He does it constantly. Really? He loves wrestling and he's actually not that bad anymore. Like he's gotten kind of good. He's in his 50s now and there was actually on uh, amazon prime there's a great documentary you can't kill david arquette and it's about his return to professional independent wrestling (laughs) and going around the circuit and doing matches and big matches and hurting himself and yeah he's actually a phenomenal dude huh i had no idea that's awesome that's crazy uh lynn shea from insidious franchise and the grudge Miles Robbins from Halloween and Blockers, Grace Zabriskie from Armageddon, Wild at Heart, Halston Sage from Neighbors, Zach Tinker from 13 Reasons Why, Lance Hen- Henriksen from Aliens, Brenda Song from Dollface, Saiban, Saiban Williams from Forsaken, Skylar Gazondo from The Social Dilemma, Evan Evagora from Star Trek Picard, Justice Smith from Detective Pikachu, and Ted Raimi from Evil Dead, Spider-Man. Xena Warrior Princess. That's where most of the budget for these games goes, paying for all these actors. There are some huge like names in there. I mean, some Mm -hmm. really big names that are like kind of shocking that they're in it gonna be in a motion capture video game. That's kind of neat. But um when it comes to like the Until Dawn, I, I liked Until Dawn. I played it. I'm sure you guys played it as well. But I don't think we really need another one of those kind of games. I'm not like the biggest fan of that, and I love the horror genre. But like that type of choose your own adventure thing, I don't I don't know why I don't really care for that that type of game. But they must have sold it fairly well if they're able to put out a budget like this for this. Even one. even back in the day when it was like the books and stuff like that, I that wasn't the, your jam either. No, you know what I love those the choose your own adventure books. I mm-hmm. loved those, um, and I think that one of these games is okay. Like. Uh, I think that I, Man of Medan screwed me up for this type of choose your adventure. Uh, we, that, we, really that, that is not a lot of people's we, favorite. That one we is, did we did a <laughs> we did a spooky gamer boys where the whole month every week released us playing because we did it four parts of Man of Medan and by the end we're just like well, this was a bad game. Like, really sorry, everyone. Like, that was it not really scary was. at all. It was, it it was, was really bad. Yeah. It was, and and uh, Until Dawn is not is not bad. It's really honestly not bad. No, it was okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, I didn't hate it. It was a good first outing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm um, just saying that after after Man of Medan and after Until Dawn, what more can be done? The, the premise has already kind of been ha- hammered out. 
you know, that like, uh, I don't I, know that's the old horror premise yeah. is that, you know, somebody next will die. The next person will die. And, and so I just don't feel like there's enough meat on the bone. Yeah. You know, it just feels like kind of a played out. I just feel like this could be, this could be really fun because the premise of it is, uh, kind of taking influence from, uh, like Friday the 13th. Like it even says like, it's the end of summer, summer camp. Like there's a, killer on the loose in the woods like it is very much like taking uh influence from like those 80s like kind of style horror movie like horror flick so i don't know i think it could it could be fun just because of that like the nostalgic kind of feel to it but i do see what you're saying though like you've kind of done it once like what more can you do like because it's kind of the same game just with a new skin on it um but well, inter- interesting i'm curious because i Honestly, I with Until Dawn, I played it once, and yes, there's the idea is that you can keep playing it and have all these other. Op- I'd never played any other options. Did you guys go and say, you know what, I'm going to play four or five different times and choose differently? I'm curious no. if, if I, people. I always do said do I was. That. I was always said I was going to, but I I just never took the time to do it. But I know a lot of people do, and a lot of people enjoy it because yeah, you get very different endings and different you know think like key story points throughout the game so i haven't done that but i know some people who who have yeah i i will keep playing until i get a good ending um in some games some games i'll play the story and then that one time i play it that will be my story that's what happened in my my world so it varies on it depends on how good the story is if it was good enough to where i felt like i got what i needed out of it from one time then i'll let it be my story uh but if it's like a a middling ending or if it didn't make sense because clearly they wanted you to be to to experience another ending i'll go back and do it again Hmm. okay yeah that's and that's kind of when i got to the when we finished man of medan i almost wanted to play it again to be like is there a better ending there has to be a better ending (laughs) but the 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 path to get to the end was so rough. I was like, I don't know if I can do it again. Like it was, it was too hard. It was too much. So yeah, and, it, and it, it, you know, that game, that game might not be as horrible as as we think it is, only because we nah, were playing it's... it in a way that we were hoping that it was going to be entertaining for an audience to watch, and maybe it's more of like a a one on thing, like where you personally can play the game and have a good time playing it alone, versus playing it with others for other people's entertainment maybe i don't know um but yeah so i don't know i'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this because i mean that's that's kind of super massive bread and butter all of their games are like that they've come out with um until dawn let's see what's their whole list of game because i think they have a bunch like three different dark pictures in the dark out. pictures i think they just have until dawn uh, they have man of medan and then they've That's been kind of quiet since then until this, no, right? No, so they have Until Dawn. Oh, uh, wait, there is one more. And then they did uh, Man of Medan, and then they had Little Hope, and then actually House of Ashes House of Ashes came out last fall. And House of Ashes it was actually, everyone saying, was really good. Like, most people said Man of Medan was eh, Little Hope was eh, but a lot of people said House of Ashes was fantastic, and that one came out last fall. So I almost want to try okay. House of Ashes. But I think, uh, yeah, the Dark Pictures Anthology is going to be four games, right? And they have three out now. So they have one more to go on that. But this isn't part of it. Quarry is, they're saying very specifically, it's not part of the Dark Pictures. It's separate. So they're um, taking a break probably to let the uh, creative juices recharge. 
for the yeah. dark pictures, and then they can go out with a bang. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Um, but oh, they also had that uh, hidden agenda. Do you remember, do you do you ever play that one? That's the phone one. Remember, PlayStation had that whole initiative where you can play party games on with your phone. Oh yeah, on, on PS but on I PS4. I remember the so, initiative. I don't remember exactly which games were in so it. So hidden agenda was like a, a murder mystery. I think you're like a cop or something or a detective, and but there's different choices that pop up on the screen and everyone votes on their phone what decision they want to make and then whatever one gets the most votes is what what you do so right, you're, right. you're going through the story kind of like trying to and i think uh depending on how many players you have um there's like different objectives that are hidden within the game like certain characters like oh you're trying to cause this to happen so like you know you might be voting this one way because you're trying to like mess up the 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 uh you know the investigation and stuff like that which is really interesting but yeah that was that was an interesting game that they had it came out 2017 um yeah super massive they make they 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 know what their their niches you know they and that they've they've got it nailed down they're getting better at it so yeah, i'm excited they got a lot of heart i'll give i want to see them succeed i know yeah. they've had a couple of stumbles but i feel like when they when they're hit they really hit so Plus, they published Little Nightmares too. You know, JJ's favorite game. Oh, I'm time. buying. So. I'm buying their stuff. Then I'm going to support them. Let's keep. Let's keep supporting them, folks. <laughs> Man of Medan um, sucked. They made Little Nightmares. Oh, Man of Medan was incredible. It was a ten out of ten. <laughs> oh man. All right. This next news story uh, from IGN, written by Taylor Lyles. Hogwarts Legacy gameplay and plot details revealed. Uh, there was a state of play, PlayStation state of play this last week, which is interesting because this game isn't just available on PlayStation. It's coming out on PlayStation, Xbox, and it was announced later. It's coming out on Switch, sw- which and, is. And you know what else? And you know what else? It's running natively. You know what's not running natively? <laughs> you know what's not running natively, Square Enix? <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, leave it there. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it right there. Um, yeah, when I heard that, I was like, I, I loved all the memes going around. We're like, Hogwarts Legacy on PlayStation and Xbox PC, and then on Switch, and it shows the old like PlayStation Two it's game the or whatever, one. the PS One game. It's like, yes, yeah, uh, we'll we've heard that joke a hundred times already. <laughs> um, but this game looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it had let's let's see, they showed off. Um, Plot details where the character is tasked with investigating a rumored goblin rebellion led by a goblin named Ranrock. Further no- noting, there was an uneasy alliance between the goblins and dark wizards. Uh, it takes place in the 1800s. Um, and what's really neat is they basically showed off. It's it's open world RPG. So mm-hmm. Hogwarts Castle, totally open for you to explore all the grounds outside. Hogsmeade. You, yeah, Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. There's a ton of new like a ton of creatures that you can encounter in the world also uh, i don't know if you have it there but the idea that you can create your own wizard so you're getting to create the look of, you know i mean you can put yourself in the world yeah, which is pretty cool there's yeah. a whole char- character creation tool where you get to make your character look any way you want and yeah i, I don't know it's for me i was surprised at how psyched i am about this because i've already been crucified about this because i've mentioned it before i've not i've only watched the first movie and i haven't read any of the books so everyone always gets mad at me but i watch this i'm like this game looks really freaking cool like i really am all in on this yeah Uh, i was curious what you guys thought i know that you're not a that harry potter fan 
Adrian, I assume that you've probably read the books and stuff. I've read the books. I've watched the movies. Uh, I've listened to the audio books. I did the the um, sorting hat test when when Pottermore came out the online. But I also have to say before we go any further, I was not expecting a Hogsmeade to come out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, that was a little crumb breadcrumb right there that, oh. that you let on. You know something. Oh, I I just did that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Okay, yeah. Full full disclosure. Um, I have been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Universal Studios. I mm-hmm. have read every book numerous times. I uh huh. He's uh huge Harry Potter man. Like, uh, like, Gary, did you notice? Like, I had no idea. Oh, oh my gosh. I am the biggest (laughs) nerd. Like, look, when the book would come out at like midnight. Yeah. I want you to think this through when the book would come out. (laughs) Nerd I am. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Mommy, what's that chronologically challenged man doing in line with us? <laughs> oh, no. And I was totally like, I'm like, hey, kid, you're touching me. Back off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Expelliarmus. <laughs> oh, my. I just learned something new today. How about that? Oh, man, a huge oh, nerd man. for it. I just, I love it. I think that it's such a fun world. And that's what, that's why I'm so impressed. And, like, I probably jumped up out of my chair nerdily when I got, when I was like, they have a gameplay trailer. I mean, we've all seen the, the, you know, the little teaser trailer. Yeah. But this, this looks 15, like 15 minutes of straight gameplay. Yeah. yeah, Go and check it out on YouTube. The teaser trailer for, for uh, Hogwarts legacy looks wonderful. It looks like a lot of fun and it's coming out holiday 2022. Yeah. So it's coming out this this Christmas, which is crazy. I wouldn't hold my breath, but let's hope. Um, (laughs) PlayStation no, it, doesn't it, let us down like Xbox does. Halo Infinite, you know. So when PlayStation <laughs> says something, they deliver. Oh yeah, how's that? I don't know. Always online, Gran Turismo Seven going. How's how's that going? Ooh, I have no complaints on Gran Turismo. I have no complaints on GT Seven. You gotta be very careful talking trash about Gran Turismo. You're gonna end up getting into a brawl. And I'm just, you know. Hey, I have no complaints with GT7. Who's talking so about far. Horizon right Honest- now? I, 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 static. Well, no, Horizon. Radio silence. Horizon. Horizon got the old. Uh, got breath- smacked down breath- by Breath of the not Wild. Even a, another PlayStation game. No, they got the Breath of the Wild treatment. The first one, when the first <laughs> Horizon came out, Breath of the Wild came out. When the second Horizon came out, Elden Ring came out. It's like they just can't catch a break over there, Gorilla. Every mm. time they put out their open world game, a bigger open world game comes in and steals their lunch. It's like poor Gorilla. Man, you guys can't, can't so uh, yeah, let's 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 not do that. Let's not. <laughs> oh man, we don't have to have a measuring contest here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this this game looks crazy. One of my buddies who is super super uh, into Harry Potter, Sir Prince a lot. He called me and he's like, Garrett, I'm so excited. Like I might be buying a PS5 for this. I'm like, it's coming out on PS4. You don't have to. He's like, right, no, you can I'm, get he's, it. He's like, no, you don't have to. He's like, no, I'm buying it on PS5, dude. Like, I got to play it at the best possible way. I'm he like, was just looking for oh, an yeah. excuse to, yep. to buy That's one. That's all it was. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, but uh, I was like, okay, you do it. Do it. Get a PS5, play this game. And uh, yeah, I, I'm just glad that 
and and his comment to me was because again I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan but he was saying he was like it's almost like they asked every Harry Potter like fan what they would want in a game and actually like at least in this Delivered. gameplay trailer they actually are delivering on it. it seems like they're actually delivering on it which is crazy because most games especially with a huge fan base behind it that doesn't happen a lot of time a lot of times the fan base comes out and is like well you could have done this or where's this or why isn't that there everyone's just like you know all upset about something it's crazy how like unanimously at least, I, I have heard very little negative about this harry potter trailer as far as yeah like, the i haven't heard the any features. where's this where's that yeah the features being brought to this game and maybe it's just because most harry potter games have been garbage so this is like this is better than what we've got before you know fair point fair point <laughs> but i don't know it's exciting to hear yeah my buddy and then you jj i had no idea you're a harry potter fan i'm glad to hear that yeah. you're you're excited for it too yeah, I'd, I'm I'd proud really, of you yeah, that for I coming out. It, that I, yeah, well, I've kept it hidden. I'm like, it's just time to like be me. You know, it's 2022. Hey, like, there you go. <clears throat> now, wait a second. <clears throat> I just have to say one thing, though. All these years I've known you. Garrett, we have a lot have... Of, of news items that we have to cover and lots more of the show. And it's also late. <laughs> okay. I started at like 10 o'clock my time, buddy. I mean, so it's. You know, all right. All right. I just, no, no, we'll, no. We'll I'm sorry. What this. We, I didn't we'll mean talk to about this off. after the show. No, that's this is this is a private discussion. This I have some words for you, sir. Um, <laughs> this is uh, the next news story here. Perfect Dark reboot heavily affected by developers leaving in the past years. Report um, originally from VGC, um, Gamespot. This is little uh, summaries written by Eddie McCooch over there. The development team working on the Perfect Dark reboot for Microsoft has lost a number of staffers in the past year, but Top Brass Studio, the initiative, remains confident in the team and the game. VGC discovered through LinkedIn that about 34 people have left the initiative in the past year, including game director Dan Newberger and design director Drew Murray. Numerous other staffers across a variety of dis disciplines also left the team in the past 12 months, it was discovered. The staffing losses in the past year coincide with the announcement that Crystal Dynamics has been brought on as a co-developer on the Perfect Dark reboot. Former senior developers on the Perfect Dark reboot at the initiative said they left the team uh, due in part to how there was a lack of creative autonomy and slow development progress, according to VGC. The development momentum on the Perfect Dark reboot has been heavily affected by the departures. The former developers told VGC that some staffers became frustrated by the initiative's reported top-down approach to decision-making when it comes to design choices. Um, uh, let's see, it goes on to say that the initiative boss Daryl Gallagher told VGC that the staffing changes are not uncommon for a new studio taking over a beloved franchise. Not only that, but Gallagher cited the global upheaval quote unquote, uh, obviously talking about COVID over the past All couple right, of years, initiative <laughs> over the past couple of years as an explanation in part to the staffing changes. So people are quitting their job because of COVID. I don't Right. That makes zero sense. I don't know how they connected this dot way over here with this dot way down here, but they figured it out in their head anyways. <laughs> um, Gallagher said he wishes all the departing developers the very best adding that he feels confident about the team in place currently and the new staffers coming on board. Whether or not the release schedule for the Perfect Dark reboot was affected by these changes is unknown, but Gallagher acknowledged that there is plenty more work to do on the game before it's ready for release. Spoiler, so, it was. It was affected. Oh, 100%. Yeah, there's <clears throat> no way you don't lose 
30 some people on your staff, especially big time main, like what the, 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 a director and an the, art. most of the top senior yeah. staff game director and our design director are just like, I'm out. See ya. Like it takes time to bring on a new person to not only learn the role, but then get orientated on the project and then also getting, you know, that creative headspace to like, okay, here we go. Like that's not something you just flip a switch and the next day they're in <laughs> like, but no, there's no trouble. There's no, there's no cause for alarm. Uh, to uh, to quote, I don't know if you uh, anybody in here is an Avatar uh, fan, um, but basically this is uh, James Cameron Avatar. No, 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 the the good Avatar, uh, <laughs> the Last Airbender. Uh, this is a uh, there is no war in Bossing Say moment right now. Uh, which, if you're unaware of what's going on. Uh, the city of Ba Sing Se, which is in one of the uh, kingdoms in Avatar, was clearly in a state of being sabotaged and was in war. But of course, they had propaganda and they had political officials who would convince to the point of death that they are not convinced, but trying to convince people up to the point of death that there was no war and everything was fine. And that sounds like what this is <laughs> there is clearly trouble at the initiative which is why they brought crystal dynamics on it's like the this is fine meme where it's just like the dog sitting in the middle of the room like sipping his like coffee or his tea and everything's on fire it's like this is fine. right but this one good. but but <laughs> but that room that he's in cost like a couple hundred million dollars <laughs> yeah it's just piles <laughs> of cash that are on fire <laughs> right and yeah. the dog is phil spencer <laughs> oh man. well that's the thing i i haven't seen any statement from phil spencer just from the initiative people but i would be oh you won't he's spencer. made statements to them to the initiative i guarantee you that and i'm oh, pretty yeah. sure they weren't filled with very nice words but <laughs> yeah it's uh i mean i know i i i i can see how it can be hard to like I don't know, make everyone happy within a company. But yeah, like you're saying, like to lose that many people, obviously something is very wrong in whatever it might be. Like, I'm surprised they haven't fixed it by now. Like, it's been a year. Like, this has been happening over the last year. Like, that's plenty of time to also make a changes. Like, why are things not changing? I don't know. It seems crazy. It's what happens when you try to make a super giant, gigantic, uh, studio and you don't have the right people in place to maintain it hmm. it's people who it, it's too many conflicting perspectives in one building and it's too many people in upper management who believe that they should be the highest in management and they don't want to agree with what anybody else is saying because they all think their way is the best way hmm. that's most likely what's going on and because everybody can't get their way they're leaving yeah yeah, which is which is unfortunate. I mean, is is there any like, I don't know. I feel like that's something that's even hard to fix. I mean, I mean, the only way to fix that would just be like, okay, like, yeah, I have a little more open discussion about things. But I don't know when you have a property that you're trying to reboot too. Like, there's also I feel like there needs to be some structure where it's like, no, this is like the guidelines we're trying to stay within. So it's like this weird thing where being a reboot, you have like guide or guardrails. But then also, like, 
the the weird balance with like okay but also giving them creative freedom to like do what they want with it i don't know i, I it is a tricky balance to, to strike <clears throat> i feel like i already knew that there was something wrong when they haven't they didn't mention that they brought anybody in from rare from the original team to consult what mm. yeah you, are you sure that you're going to be able to get the character of Joanna down, like who she is and what she represents and her ambitions and all that kind of stuff without anything from like you can play the original games to get an idea. But when you talk to the people who made the game, you get like the ethos behind it, what they were thinking when they were right. creating the character in the world. And if they don't have anybody from that original team to to even just be a consultant on it, that's worrying. Now, is this going to be a full reboot, or is this just kind of a, a reskin? Are they going in and retooling everything? No, they they this is a reboot. They're they're restarting yeah, it from scratch, from from the ground up. Yeah, so yeah. they're just taking mm-hmm. the the basic framework of the original game and and going off of that. So I think that that they need to uh, they need to go and play Resident Evil Two right now, the remake, the reboot, to be able to see how it is done perfectly. Mm-hmm. That's how you want to like use that type of framework to go and take and reboot a game. Keep the the heart of what made the game great in the beginning, and then you know bring it into the twenty second century. You know, see, but the thing is about that JJ is a lot of the people who worked on those games. I shouldn't say a lot, but I'm sure a few people who worked on those games still work at Capcom, and a lot of uh, Japanese studios the employees talk to each other frequently so it's not very hard for them to get in touch with people who worked on the original uh, resident evils to make sure that they get the feel and the understanding of the game right and i'm sure like it's a big deal because japan is like an honor-based society that you want to make sure that you you pay respect correct respect to the original work that people put into this series so that you don't uh embarrass them and in turn yourself by making a subpar product yeah um i just don't think the initiative has that that goal in mind or that how should i say reverence in mind for this i think they were just tasked with oh perfect dark is an xbox ip that we own that we haven't done anything with in a while you guys do something with it yeah it's kind of haphazard they're just kind of going at it like it's got to get done and mm-hmm. maybe not having the actual care behind it that they should. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, it is worrisome. Like, okay, yeah, why haven't we seen anything, heard anything about it? But, yeah. Nothing time, since that trailer. Nothing. But time will tell. Who knows? Maybe it'll just get be another scale bound and just disappear and be canceled. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Obviously, I don't wish that on any any no any company. I don't want any game, game to ever be bad. But yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that is it for the nerdy news this week. It is now time for our Patreon ad. All right, everyone, this is the time of the episode where I tell you to go to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Stop what you're doing right now. Pull over if you're driving. I want you to put down your sandwich if you're eating your lunch break. Whatever you're doing, pull out your phone right now. 
patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Go support us over there. You can start uh, at a lower tier, just a buck a month. Throw us a buck a month, and that helps us uh, make our show big and bad and awesome. Uh, keeps the lights on, helps uh, provide anything we need to, well, from games to movies to equipment. And uh, what it gets you is episodes early and ad-free, like this show, like our Super Gamer Book Club, hosted by Adrian. Um, so we're at the $5 tier. You get the show notes ahead of time so you can know what we're going to talk about. Leave your own comments, questions, concerns for news stories, questions, whatever might be on there. Uh, $10 a month, you get the shout-out in the show. You're a sponsor. We consider you a Patreon sponsor, and we appreciate that. So, of course, you're going to get a shout-out on the show each week. And then our Patreon producer tier where uh, you get the shout-out on the show, but you also get the pitch a segment. So if you're feeling real creative and you're like, you know what, I think this would be a cool segment, support us over there, throw us the pitch. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate each and every one of those people who support us at all the tiers. You guys are all awesome. Um, we actually had a little bit of a boom last month. I was surprised. We got, like, two or three new supporters, all the dollar level. So we appreciate all of you guys. You're incredible. If you're interested in being awesome like those folks, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. I'll say it one more time and uh, support us there. Last thing I want to say is, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, don't forget for $20 a month, you can also have early access to all of Garrett's OnlyFans account. So there is some great content. Well, there's content that's on that OnlyFans account. And so you get early, early and ad free Add free access to all of that on uh, Garrett's OnlyFans for twenty dollars a month. Yeah, we haven't we haven't promoted that in a while. It's been a long time since we brought that up. So thank you, thanks for reminding mm-hmm. me. Um, let me, let me reminding tell you, those, those pictures are very risque, and some of the videos are kind of disgusting, borderline disgusting. But if that's what you're into, you can always support us on Patreon. <laughs> Um, also, if you're watching us here on Twitch, Monday nights when we record the episode, we do it live at twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. You can subscribe to our channel. Uh, if you sub for a month, it's five bucks. Or if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch gaming, which means, or Prime gaming. Dang, I can't remember. You have Prime gaming, which means you can throw us a free sub. Costs you zero dollars. We get five bucks. So go ahead, use that free sub right now. Twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. Click the button. We'd very much appreciate that. And you get some sweet emotes with our faces on them. All right. Let's get back to the show. All right, guys. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? My son just popped his head into the room and he goes, I want to, I want to shoot my eyes out thinking about Garrett's OnlyFans and (laughs) he overheard the OnlyFans comment and like apparently he wants to shoot his eyes out now so good job the bigger bigger question the bigger question is how does your son know what OnlyFans is oh damn (laughs) good question sounds like you got some questions to ask (laughs) tonight we're gonna have to talk tonight yep all right it's the time of the show where you guys tell me what you've been playing so what you've been playing Go ahead, JJ. Go ahead. You look, you look right. excited. You look excited. Right. So I actually, <laughs> I actually got to play a very small amount. Um, I haven't been playing regular games, but I, we had a family barbecue, and I got to play about a half hour of Elden Ring. And oh. dude, on the on the PS5, my nephew has like just been killing it on that game. And uh, you guys have been talking about, it, and I thought I'm never gonna play it. It's way too hard. What a fantastically gorgeous game! I get to 
fight some dragons. I I was fighting all kinds of crazy like demonic you know soldiers or whatever. Dude, that game is so incredibly beautiful. Like they've created such an awesome world, so yes. I can completely see why you guys love that game the way that you do. Yeah, it is super difficult. What I played wasn't horrible because he was pretty overpowered by that point in the game when I played with his character. Um, mm-hmm. But, wow. Wow. I'm blown away by how it looks. Uh, they are just pushing everything that the PS5 has. Um, this this generation of console is just now starting to really see like what it can do with games like Elden Ring. Mm. So, if you guys haven't had an opportunity, play that game because it's it's amazing. It's very good. You heard it here first. Purdom seal of approval. <laughs> Purdom approved. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's all I've been playing. I'll just chime right in. I've just been playing Elden Ring. I haven't been able to play a ton because I was on my trip, and then the next day my parents came and visited. But any chance I've gotten, I've snuck out and tried to play some. Oh, it's so stinking good. I'm, I think I'm at, like, level 50-something now. and Let me, like, 30 hours, 30-plus hours into it. Oh, I love it so much. I'm I'm in uh what's it called? Uh Kalid. Oh, okay. I, I know where you are. So getting your getting your your head handed to you? Technically, I think the game wants me to start heading north, but I was like, nope. I'm I'm you guys know me. The reason I am I both love and hate open world games because I have to explore every inch of the map. <laughs> So before I'm moving on to the northern part of this, the the map, I am clearing every section in that bottom part. And so I have. And I've found all like the map pieces. I found all the golden seeds that are hidden around, any flask upgrades, anything. And so but the last section is Kaled. And I'm yeah, just like Adrian said, I'm getting my butt handed to me big time. <laughs> that that section is so hard. I, I there was a tweet that you shared one time, I think. It's something about like when the sky is red. I don't even. Oh, know what to it is. turn like, around. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> that's your that's your cue to the, immediately turn around. Yeah, if, if if the sky is red in in in, in Elden Ring, you've effed up. I think it said or something like that. It's like turn around and go, and so was, I love that. As soon as you come over the, it goes from like nice blue, beautiful skies. You know, see the the big trees in the in the in the in the background, and like all of a sudden, like just red death. Like evil things I'm start like, catching oh, on fire, dragons on. flying overhead. Yeah. It's like, no, I, I, I should not be here. Just I don't want to be here. <laughs> Skeleton and zombie creatures all over. I'm like, this is yes. bad. This is a bad area. But you know what? I got to clear this part of the map, so I'm just gonna power through. So that that must have been actually where I was at was because there was a a giant red burning tree that was like all the embers from it were flying all over the place, and I also ended up fighting like an ice dragon in another location um mm. yeah but but there was like a giant uh, tree that was like on fire and like there's all these embers like flying all over the mm. place and yeah it was it was just insane yeah crazy what have you been playing adrian uh i outside of elden ring i will spare you because you already know uh <laughs> we all Adore it. Um, That's what we're doing. It's what we're doing. This is the new Elden yeah. Ring podcast. Welcome to the Super <laughs> Elden. The Super <laughs> Elden Boys. Super El- Super, Super Turner's Elden. Boys. <laughs> Super Turner's Boys. <laughs> um. So outside of that, I have um. I've been playing a little uh a DS game. 
uh, that has uh, it's called um, Trauma Center. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. Uh, you play the role. It's an RPG uh, in which you play the role of a surgeon in a hospital and you perform different procedures uh, with the the stylus and the touchscreen. And you, you, you pick different tools, right? So like, for example, somebody has a tumor in their stomach. So you'll pick like, you'll tap the antiseptic and clean the area. And then you'll tap the scalpel and make the incision. And then you'll tap another tool to go in and get the, and cut the, the tumor out. And then you have to sterilize it and stitch it back up. And it, it just gets more intense from there on out to like, eventually you're doing like heart surgery and stuff like that it i i this is my first time playing this series i've heard all about it over the years Sorry, what's the name and of it I again totally one more get time the hype. trauma center oh yeah I think there was I one on that. wii too where you had to do it with yeah. the wii remote um but yeah no that game that game is it's pretty that's great crazy. that sounds fun i have you ever played oh shoot not two point hospital no what was the other one there's another there's a, a game that just came out like last year on epic games a sur- surgeon simulator. Are you sure it's not two sur- point? Surgeon simulator. Oh, did you play I think surgeon I've simulator? Seen it. That it, oh man, that game. It uh, it came out. Yeah, it was like the beginning of last year. It came out on PC. I think it came to consoles later. And that game is wacky. It is not a. It's called surgeon simulator. It is not a simulator in any way. It is absolutely like goofy, over the top, silly. But let me tell you, I've had I had so much fun. You can do four player co op. But what's awesome in that game is your limbs are just like total like noodles, basically. So you're trying to like saw. Oh, it's like quap. So you're trying. I don't know what that is, but sure. It's the one uh, where the you have to try to walk, but every button is a key on the keyboard. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just like way overly. It's over. Yeah. Overly uh, like designed almost with like the way the controls are. So like in order to like rotate your. You, there's a one button to rotate your hand, one button to go back and forth, another button to go up and down. It's just like, so you're trying to like, okay, amputate his leg and put a new leg on him. And you're just like, uh, uh, oh, oh I, I cut off his arm. Oh, shoot. Uh, I did, Oh, there goes his heart. Oh, I'd pick it quick, put it back in there. Like, it is like so fantastic. But yeah, not not anything like what you're describing, but very, I, I it just made me think of that. It was a fun game. And I always like that type of game. Like, so I might need to. You said it's on DS though, not 3DS. Can you play it on you can, 3DS? Uh, if you get the cart, you can play it on 3DS. Okay. I don't okay. think it's very expensive either, so that'd be something to look into. That's a um, huh? Um, that that's a question I actually had for you because I have a 3DS now. Can you play DS carts in there? Because my my yeah. my 3DS it's, only it's, has one slot in it. Like, are they the same cartridges? The same size? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I you just put that. three. You, you just put DS carts in the 3DS slot or in the 3DS game slot, and it'll play them just fine. Okay. For some reason, so, I thought they were different size. The cartridges were different nope. sizes, but okay. it is fully compatible with the entire DS library. Interesting. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So that just opened up a whole new door for you. Yeah. Um, and then finally, my last game, I actually have not started playing because I'm kind of at a crossroads. Now, we just passed uh, March 3rd of this year which marks the fifth anniversary of the release of the Nintendo switch, which also means that as of March 3rd, I have not replayed breath of the wild since 2017. 
Are you doing it? And I'm probably thinking about maybe doing it. I feel like it's been long enough. I remember the overarching story. But a lot of the details, like, you know, different locations and, and where to find different stuff like that, starting <clears throat> to get a little fuzzy. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it might have been a lo- enough time that I might Dude. go in and might be a time to to return to uh, Hyrule as, uh, you know, 100 years in the, in the future and, and awesome. see... Because I know that there's tons of things that I didn't see the first time I played it. So it may be things that i never seen before in this playthrough that I didn't see last time. So that might be uh, alongside Elden Ring, the big thing that I'm I'm, I'm sinking a lot of time into. So, yes, dude, I I started watching uh, uh, Snowbike Mike on kind of funny he's for the first time it's his first zelda game ever he's never played a zelda oh, game, really and he's jumped in the breath of the wild and so i've been watching his playthrough i think they have like two episodes out now uh two parts and as soon what as i started watching it i was just like i need to go back to this game because i haven't touched it either since it first came out like five years ago so i'm like i i i, I kind of started getting the itch but i'm like nope nope <laughs> i'm playing the elden ring right now <laughs> And I made a vow at the beginning of the year to platinum Death Stranding. So somehow I still have to do that by the end of the year. You I like, still I have can... nine months. <laughs> okay, you know how much, how little game time I get for me to think I'm going to beat Elden Ring, platinum Death Stranding, and somehow play Breath of the Wild in that? <laughs> There's no way. Doesn't your Death Stranding progress um, copy over? I thought I saw something about that. No, because he buys it on everything that's out there. Like soon it's going to be on the, he's going to be on the Atari box. Like, the, you know, he's, the, just, he's getting on everything that has it. So the director's cut is coming to PC this week or next week. And, you know, I got to pick it up then, too. Um, even though I already own on My PC. Goodness. I got to get the director's cut everywhere. Um, no, I. Uh, so it does. But the problem is you had to transfer. It was. You had to transfer your save over. Oh, but the, the old Sony method where you have to install your game on the hard drive, well, on a portable hard drive. Then you have to plug it into the back of the PS5. Then you have to call the PlayStation hotline and say, hey, PlayStation, what do I, I need to transfer my game? And they'll go, OK, let us hook you up to D, to the to the, uh, <laughs> to the DSL hotline to, to, to the modem <laughs> over the and phone. You have to go to America online and you have to search keyword Sony. You yeah. forgot. The, and then the step before the phone call was actually turning counterclockwise three times in a circle. Oh, yeah. Silly me. Well, no. Then you have to upload your save. (laughs) Then you have to put the Death Stranding PS5 disc in, take it out, spin it around on your finger, Mm -hmm. put it back in. That's right. Install that. Go back on AOL, keyword (laughs) Sony. I'm sorry, keyword Kojima, which will take you to deathstranding.net. You can click on data (laughs) transfer. And you you had to use Netscape browser too specifically the Netscape Correct. browser, and then finally, it'll send an email to Jim Ryan who will personally click OK yeah. for you to download your Death Stranding data and play on PS5. So I did all that. I did all of that, mm-hmm. and then I got and then I got to the end, and they said, "Sorry, we can't transfer your data because you're in the middle of a mission." Ah, see. So. I was like, well, I'm not, I don't have a PS4 anymore, so I can't 
bring pull up my PS4 to finish the mission. So I guess I just start over. So that's how it goes. I start starting from scratch. Oh my god, it's 2022. <laughs> what are they doing? Yep. Uh, mm. So yeah, I I really want to play Breath of the Wild with you, but we'll see. It might maybe if by some miracle I finish mm. Elden Ring in the next. What I'm weeks, scared but... about is I start playing Breath of the Wild and then Elden Ring goes by the wayside which I really don't want to happen, but uh, we all know how things can go with that game. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people right now arguing which one of the two is better. I think they may be equal. I know it's scary to think. But as yeah. a whole... They're, they're both very strong they're both competitors. Excellent. Very strong yes. competitors, yes. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, that was a fun episode. JJ, I'm glad you're able to join us, even though you're a little late. I was I'm still shocked by how smooth that transition was. So thank you. For I'm going to congratulate you, sir. Congratulations. You, you, you know, nailed it. Round of applause for JJ. Well, thank he you. jumped thank right you. in. Thank you. That's what I do. A lot of people call me a savior. You know, I mean, well, oh, well. it's mostly it's me, you know, calling myself <laughs> that. But, you know, I, I nonetheless, I was I was a hero today. Yes, you did it. You deserve some. It. Some people say we're all heroes, but no, you know. no, they don't. Okay. Then that means none of us are. <laughs> um, all right, thank you guys all so much for listening to the show. We appreciate each and every one of you who watch live on Twitch, who watch on YouTube.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys, who listen on podcast services, support us on Patreon. Uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, go over to Patreon.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys. Remember, just a buck a month. That's like. A cup of coffee is like five bucks a Starbucks and you'll buy one of like five of those a week, maybe six. So think about that, how much cheaper we are to support than Starbucks. Speaking um, from experience, uh, six cups of coffee. I mean, not a day, you know, a week you get one a day. OK, sure. Or six a day. How you? I mean, yeah, I was going to say that sounds more like say, what you wanted to say. say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's to say, you know? Um, <laughs> Supporters over there, we appreciate it big time and help us make really cool things. All right, sgbstore.com. Buy some sweet merch. We got t-shirts. We got stickers. We got face masks. I have a new face mask, de- face, mac, face mask design on there. It's all black, white logo. So if you want to look a little more professional, so it's not all the purple, glitzy, glammy. Clean. Yeah, a little more black tie formal with the Super Gamer Boys. Check it out. Um, review us where you can on your podcast services. Apple Podcasts, it's very much appreciated. On YouTube, go ahead, smash the like button, click subscribe, ring that bell so you get notifications when new episodes go live. Thank you again to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on the show. Find them on Spotify and Apple Music. Links to Spotify are down below in the description um, on YouTube and podcast services here. During the week, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at gmorelang. Uh, Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at homeboy, H-O-L-M-B-O-I. And JJ, where can they find you? You can always find me at Twitter and Instagram. And when I say always, I mean always at JJ Pruden. You've been pretty yep. active, whether we like it or not. Whether so, uh, we like it or not. <laughs> I'm, getting, uh, I'm getting pretty dangerous with the old tweeting and stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. mad at it. This is the most you've ever been online. I, I keep Every time I, see, I look at my phone, I can't believe I see J.J. Purdom just tweeted. <laughs> and it's like within the last 24 hours, too, not like within two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Good on you. You know, another round of applause for J.J. Yeah. Round of applause. You know what? Thank you. 
You're just killing. As long tonight. as you keep, as long as you keep it consistent, at least one tweet a day. Yep. One tweet a day. I think you'll be good. And that and that's it. I'm looking for stuff to tweet about. I'm like looking in the toilet and going, is that is that newsworthy? Not nah, well. I want to take a picture <laughs> and put is. that on Instagram. It, it, yeah, really? Like, yeah, I mean, it's it, all tweets no. are just thoughts anyway. They're just <laughs> random thoughts. So, and, and that's why mine are so disjointed and kind of crazy and stuff like that. Because I, you know, I get a lot of them. Those are the best kind, <laughs> right? Best. All right, that's it for me. JJ, take us out. Okay. All right for for uh, geriatric Garrett Morlang, for adorable Adrian Homeboy Holmes, and for myself, Juicy JJ Purdom. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity flop. Why do you breathe like that? <laughs> He's a tired man. He just got back from partying with grandmas. Oh. <laughs> Were you hanging out with grandmas, bud? I. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Don't talk tell about later. We'll talk did, about later. Did he, did he tell you that he's into grandmas? Because like, he told me that. Clearly, he went to Orlando, the the mecca of a retirement home. Christmas unforgettable with Goat Guns. Looking for the perfect gift for your husband or man who is a gun lover? Look no further. Goat Guns are the greatest gift of all time miniature gun models. They are the perfect blend of quality and detail. From pistols to rifles, there's a Goat Gun for every collector, history buff, or gamer. Whether for display or for a fun collecting hobby, Goat Guns will bring joy and excitement to him. Surprise your loved ones this Christmas with a Goat Gun, the ultimate gift that won't disappoint. Shop at GoatGuns.com.